Lidavai Alting is a human resources consultant, but she's also one of my closest friends. Some 12 years ago, we met in the city of Cape Town, South Africa, and drawn together by our differences, a friendship flourished. Today, we sit together in Bonn as we talk about how to maintain and how to grow a fierce female friendship that can last over a decade. We share our experiences, some of our travel uh, memories, and lessons learned over the years, but also how to navigate a long-distance friendship while still being able to support each other's goals. So don't forget to share this episode with your bestie. Listen up and enjoy. Let's just start a little bit with how we met. So this is my friend Liedewey Elting. Liedewey is from the Netherlands. And back in 2010, so I remember this year as the year of the World Cup that was held in South Africa. And I was having this solo holiday in the city of Cape Town. And one day I was staying at this uh, guest house. And I, and I think there was lots of foreign students, foreign, um, just just foreign young people who stayed over. And I remember walking into, I think it was like the kitchen and and you were there. And I, I was looking for company and then I came up to you and I said, hey, um, would you like to go to, was it like wine tasting or something? I think you were pretty forward, like asking me to go somewhere. I was like, I don't even know you, but was it okay at the time? Because I was also just traveling. Yeah, I was just being South African <laughs> and you were being European. I was just being Dutch, like, who is this person? <laughs> and and I remember you saying, I'll think about it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you thought about it and then you got back to me, which is great because then I think we, we ended up going out uh, with with a lot of other girls that were there. And then somehow we we stayed friends. I mean, like it wasn't just like how do you say it wasn't a holiday, a holiday friendship, fling friendship, whatever. And and I went back to Durban. You went back to the Netherlands, and and we stayed in touch. Yeah, well, I think uh, a lot of things happened because I was there for four months in South Africa to do volunteer work, and we met in Cape Town, and we went to a wine tasting. And afterwards, you were like, maybe you should come visit me in Durban, and I was a little bit. Uh, you know how you say it uh, adventurous curious adventurous, curious in the beginning but i was like um, let's go to durban why not let's try it so i came there for a week and met your family and, every, <laughs> and everything else and it was interesting and then i already told you i think we're gonna know each other for a long time you were like well pff, we have a lot of international friends blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but uh it actually came true so yeah, this is interesting because like, you know, a lot of the times I, I ask myself, like, how did we make this long distance relationship, friendship work? And, and I joke with my husband because I say to him that he's not the first long distance relationship that I've had because I met you before him. So we were both single back then. Life was very uncomplicated. And I remember the one time was it I don't remember how long after we met but I said to you hey I want to go to New York do you want to join me and you were like I don't have a job just yet and I was like come on it's gonna be fun <laughs> it's like the, always the same thing you have to persuade me to go <laughs> it's like 
It's funny though. It's funny that I think it was a short time after I returned to the Netherlands. And you were like, no, let's. I want to go to New York. I was like, that sounds like a very good idea. But uh, I, I don't have, uh, you know, I don't have a job right now. I'm not sure when I get one because it was also in the middle of the crisis. But yeah, I also yeah, yeah. felt like... I need to do this. So I think in two or three days, we're like, okay, I'm go we're going to go to New York. <laughs> and it's funny because we just went and we, I think we met at JFK in New York. And, and this is before the times of WhatsApp. This is before yeah. the times of like taking your phone with you on an international flight. So I just said to you, I'm going to be at this terminal. I'll be wearing a red coat. Yes. And I was also wearing a red coat, <laughs> but, uh, I was delayed. My flight was delayed, so I came later and I landed at a different terminal. <laughs> but I didn't have a phone and somehow, I'm not sure because I was quite angsty because I didn't know where you were. So, <laughs> But it came uh, all right. You know, I just saw you somewhere and I'm not sure. I, even... I think we just came out of the bathroom yeah. or something. I'm like, hey, Red Coat, there she is. <laughs> so I think... That was also the beginning of our journey, like, okay, we're going South Africa, Cape Town, you came to Cape Town, Durban, we went to New York, uh, and I think we were a funny couple back then, because you don't see us, but I'm this this tall Dutch girl, <laughs> and I'm this short uh, Indian girl. <laughs> I think we were in New York and they were asking us, where are you from? And it's like, you were like, no, I'm from South Africa. And I was like, no, I'm from the Netherlands. It was such a funny combination also, you know, yeah, it's like... Yeah, yeah, It was very interesting for people there, I guess. So I think that's interesting. And then afterwards, well... You you met the love of your life, Andy. Well, well, let's just let's just stay in New York. I was no. very much single and very much, I think, talking about how probably going to be forever single. And and you were like, no, come on, let's just write down a list of what we want in our ideal partner. And then I I wrote this like I think I wrote three things and I gave it to you and you kept it and I forgot about it. And then a month later I meet Andy. <laughs> That's funny though, a German guy. <laughs> but there was always a joke about the German guy. When you were in Cape Town, you also, we talked about German guy. We met a German guy there. On the beach. Yeah. On the beach. <laughs> and then you met a German guy in Durban, South Africa. So that's also quite funny that you met another European. I know. So this is the thing, right? Like, like I feel like all of those was like this kind of like if you connect the dots or like a sign like leading you to like well it wasn't all that unfamiliar in the end and and like when I met Andy and we had to do the long distance I think part of why I could do it was because I was already doing this long distance friendship with you and, and I knew that it, it could work if if you wanted it to work so like let's let's go back let's yeah let's talk a little bit about how to make long distance friendship work. Because I think right now in the world, there are lots of people who are separated from like, I don't know, like friends whom they grew up with and then they move countries or whatever. But but yeah, how, how does it, how did it work for us? What do you think? I think, well, we had different platforms where we could communicate. I think that's what came in handy, like WhatsApp and other things. But I think, 
all of the time we stayed very curious about each other's life. So I was always curious what was going on in your life and you were always curious what was going on in my life. I think what I liked the most about you that you're always straight with me. If I had a problem, I just, you know, it was not like, I didn't hear the sweet truth from you. You were just <laughs> telling me uh, how you felt about it. I think I liked talking to you because you were just honest. You know, I think it didn't matter that you were in South Africa. I think I just valued what you had to say. I think for me, that was also a very, I think, big reason why we stayed in touch, but also making the effort. We always went somewhere. We I went to Germany, Bonn, you came to The Hague, you came to Rome. We were just always dancing around somewhere. We are always looking for that adventure together. So that's what I also like. Wow, that's so crazy, but that's so true. So like for me, it was when I met you, I was like, oh, she has such an interesting accent. I wonder where she's from. And and then when you mentioned that you worked in, in the, or you lived in the Netherlands, I, again, I think I was just curious about, as you said, like how your life is. On the one side, it was very different. But on the other hand, like, I think there was so much of similarities that I could relate to. And I think there was always this possibility, like when I, when I first did my long distance relationship with Andy and came over here, you know, before we were, while we were dating, before we were married, I came to visit you and, and I, it felt nice to say, yeah, well, I'm also going to go visit my friend. So, <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because I, the first time you came to the Hague, you came by train. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I can remember, you know, and that's also. And back then, you know, coming from South Africa, we don't have that kind of infrastructure. So I was like, oh, my God, what if I miss this train? <laughs> well, it's nice. And I remember Andy calling like, is everything OK? And then we just went out and <laughs> it's everything <laughs> just worked out. You know, that's uh, the nice part of it. Yeah. And, you know, like, so one of the things that for me, you know, you also pointed out, being very straight up and honest and this is also I think what I've learned from you I think I've also grown to appreciate like I will see certain things in a situation the way I want to and like for instance there was this this job situation and I always run these conversations with you about you know like should I should I accept this should I not and you were like yeah well does this align with your goals what are your goals (laughs) And and it's 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 a very I think I it helps me also stay on board with with where what I'm what I want to do for myself because I think we can both get distracted with the yeah. nice nice to haves in life but not necessarily yeah. the things that we want to have. Yeah, very easily. But I think we know each other for eleven years and we made a lot of growth when we first met. Well, we were in our 30s, or I, I was 30 and you were a little bit younger. <laughs> and we did jobs. I, I just, I just uh, we was were... about to turn 30, okay? Yeah, something, something, something like that. But we both worked at jobs that we really didn't like or yeah, we were struggling yes, with yes. things. And, and we didn't know exactly what we wanted. I think we also made a growth to going where we really wanted to go. And I think we just helped each other to get there instead of just, okay, do I have to accept this work environment? Do I have to accept this for my family or the guy I'm dating? Or, you know, that's all kind of things that you 
mirror back to each other is this really what you want out of life and i think it's so special that we walk together in that journey because we did, we did a lot of things in 10 years. You did, I did. It's quite amazing, actually, when you think about it. Yeah, you've been there like when I dated some very interesting people and yeah, I was you're like, hey, Nidavai, what do you think? <laughs> and now we look back and you just laugh and remind me about it. It was funny, though, but I think you did the same thing for me. Like, <laughs> no, this is not going to work. You're accepting something you shouldn't be accepting or... Yeah, I think I think that's I like that about our story. That's that we've been through that together. Yes, and I think I think what is also important what I learned from you is is also like it's without judgment. And it's not like how do you say with a lot of female friendships it can be very misogynistic, very like tell the other person what's wrong with their lives to put them down, but with us like it's different and you said something to me this morning about getting rid of friends who are n not affirming and I said to you I don't have that problem with friends because I've already chosen the good friends yeah but I think that I made the same switch I think it's very what difficult with female friendships or I think friendship not only female friendship is people telling the truth and yeah. people being too harsh you know i yeah. think uh you can feel a little bit uncomfortable uh that's also a bit of the growth but but when you feel like you're treated badly or yes. you feel bad about it afterwards that's not okay i think that's the difference that's why for me because it's if sometimes i if i ask you for advice i'm no uh, you're not gonna uh, sh uh, sugarcoat it yeah. oh, sorry sugarcoat it so and that's what I like but it's not putting me down and I think that's always the difference like okay what's the line between <laughs> telling the truth or being too harsh and that you feel like okay I opened myself up to this person but it was too much or I feel guilty or yeah, it yeah. wasn't okay but I'm sure that there are some moments where you probably wanted to say, come on, Zerona, like, just stop it now. This this is, we've been through this before. <laughs> well, I think, in, well, I think for 11 years, uh, you make a couple of the same mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's how we grow and that's how we learn. And I think this is why it's necessary to have the kind of friends who can see that, you know, you're running in circles in certain spaces and that's when they help you like, hey, you're, you need to stop chasing your tail in this situation. You, you need to, like, break the cycle and move forward. But what I also like, because for your friends, I think it's also important that you find people that you can admire, because uh, if you're always in the same thing, and I think what I also see is that you're chasing your goals. You're doing what you want to do, and that's not always easy. Yeah. And that's also how I feel. But you do it anyway, even if it costs you anxiety, even if it means quitting your job, you know. And that's what I think, oh, that's so brave. I wish I could do that, you know. And I'm taking also my step, just getting uh, to, to, to doing what I really want. But that's also what I really admire. So you can see, okay, this person is doing that. Maybe I can learn something. And then maybe I'm doing this course and you also can learn from me. So that's also... Yeah. Interesting. Like, I think one of the things that I learned from you, and this coming from South Africa, coming from, I think, this mindset where 
I think back then like mental health was not such a big deal for us and you recognized a lot of like I think patterns that I was like dysfunctional patterns that I was stuck in and I remember you saying to me yeah it's because your inner child is reacting mm -hmm. to x y and z and I was like my what my inner child what is she talking about but then that kind of, at first I was like you know like oh Lidavai like too much too, too much, much right but then it's it's it it put how do you say it sowed a seed and I started to research and I started to learn more about it I was like oh that's what she's talking about she's talking about these you know, these these unfulfilled desires as a child that somehow reappear in your adulthood. I'm like, ah, that's what she means. <laughs> yeah, but it's also my own journey. So I think yeah, exactly. So we, we, we take from each other's journeys, which is, you know, I guess, yeah, for me, a huge ingredient in fierce female friendships. And the fun part of it is I think I remember one time you spontaneously came over to Bonn on one of my birthdays and I was oh. having a crap time and I was like, Lidavai, come over. And and you did. And then we went to the city and I dared you to run through the fountain <laughs> into like this, this, this huge fountain in the middle of the city center with lots of pedestrians going by and that usually kids like run through but <laughs> we're they, big kids right yeah we're big kids <laughs> yeah. the inner child had to come out yeah well what's but i think that's also typical of us because we always you know challenge each other to do new things it's like running through the fountain and i was like why but it's like why not you know <laughs> Let's try this. Let's yeah. see what's the fun of this. But you, know, you took also a video of it, but it's very. Uh, I will never forget that moment. <laughs> Me <it's> too. <laughs> silly, you know. It was just a stupid moment, but. Uh, yeah, and I think yeah, just to remind to remind ourselves to, to to, yeah, to be childlike, and I think that's that's one of the things that, you know as as in grown friendships like i think it, it's just necessary sometimes to have that kind of fun yeah but i think today i'm here now i think we i just this is saturday i decided this on tuesday <laughs> and the next day you messaged me booked and i was like huh oh <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like well but you're going for to south africa for three months i was like well i'm not gonna see you for a long time because you we see each other two or three times a year yeah and then we really have time to talk. And yeah. I was like, no, I need some Sorona time. Come on, we just have to go <laughs> to Bonn. It doesn't matter, you know. So here I am again, very spontaneous. Do you have any questions? Do I have any questions? What is for you if you see, look at your journey now? What's the most important thing that you learned, like, we met first at 10 years ago. What's the most important thing that you learned? Ooh. Ooh. What is the most... Oh. I think back then, you and I would talk a lot about what we wanted, but we just didn't really know how to get there. Or we fantasized a lot. And it was fun. I think I learned a lot more to to say no to distractions and to actually prioritize the things that I really wanted instead of just talking about it. And a lot of the times I would have to say to you, Lidavai, I can't talk right now, I'm busy. <laughs> 
and and you you've done the same for me which i like respect interesting though <laughs> for you i think i learned to be more grounded because uh-huh. i was always but well, i'm still let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I try to do as many things as possible, but it's not in my favor, you know. It's yeah, better yeah. for me to slow down and doing actually the things that I really, really want to do. So I'm really focusing on that and just seeing where, okay, where can I be happy? What does me does me make feel? What makes me feel good? I think that those are very important things that I learned in the last couple of years. I noticed that. And I admire the fact that you, I mean, here's the thing, like, I, I kind of like sometimes maybe, I, judge is not the right word, but I'm like, I wish I had that kind of time <laughs> to to slow down a bit. And I mean, how has our friendship had to adjust with, like, like the other day you said to me, because you're in a relationship now. Yes. Right? A very serious one. And... I said to you, yeah, lead a vibe priorities. When are we going to meet? And you're like, yeah, but life is a little bit different now. And I said, well, it's been very different for me like seven years ago since I got married and had two kids. <laughs> but but somehow, I mean, I've got two kids. I've got a husband. You're in a relationship now. But yet, we still managed to make it work and not just make it work. I think I owe it to my husband that he gets that this friendship is special. So he, uh, like, how do you yeah. say, he he's like, oh, you want to see Lidavai? Okay, great, I'll make it happen. And and that 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 has yeah. really helped a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, but I think also in my relationship uh, with Mike, it's also, you know, I think it's funny that we both found partners that yeah. really also like the spontaneous things. <laughs> So when I told him, like, oh, we're going there, he's like, okay. And I think it's the second time uh, he's around you and Andy. I think it's so funny how it works that we also found the people who want to share this experience and see the value of our friendship. Yes. That's important, though. Speaking of which, shout out to both our men. They're in the next room taking care of the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I guess like the impossibility of it all, because I think this for me is a major theme in my life, is when someone says to me, no, you can't do this, but I'm like, watch me, I'll do it. And, you know, I had this when I started dating Andy, I think I had another friend who said to me, well, that's not going to last because he lives in Germany and you live in South Africa. Why? Why would he? (laughs) Why would he make that work? And I think it was the same for our friendship when you think, oh, this is most likely not going to work because she lives there in Europe and you, you know, live in this small town in Durban. But again, yeah, I think it it comes with effort. It comes with just, yeah, I'm stuck now. (laughs) (laughs) Following the curiosity. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And also making it important. Yes, prioritizing. And yeah, that's a huge thing. Because if we did not prioritize each other amidst all of the other things that happen in our life, then then this would not happen. Yeah, but it's, I think also we, we did things with each other that we normally wouldn't do yeah. by, by ourselves. That's true. It's like when you message me, I'm over in Rome learning a language course, and I thought, oh my God, 
this woman is living out her eat, pray, love dreams. (laughs) And now I've got to go, you know, fly over for the weekend. (laughs) But it was fun because, again, it's, I think, we both feed off each other's, like, this romanticism, like, this, this side for something different, something out of the ordinary. But I think the fun with our trips is that it's very nice. It's very entertaining. But always one thing is totally going wrong. <laughs> like <laughs> like what? Like what? <laughs> now that you mention it, you, you're, you're definitely right. Something is I always think, going wrong. I think in New York, we had to meet your niece. And I think we went to the Hard Rock Cafe, but she was at a, something else. And we never found her. I we think. never found her, right? <laughs> but she was at a totally different cafe. And we're like, no, but we're here. And we couldn't find her. And that was... Stupid was also a bit, we were both a bit jet lagged. And then in Rome, we were waiting for the bus for two hours. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now that you mentioned it. At the Colosseum, it. it was like 39 degrees. And because Rome gets very, very hot in the summer, and we couldn't think clearly anymore. We, but your hotel was like five, ten, ten minutes walking <laughs> distance. And I was, the next day when I found this out, I was like, Lena, I'm going to kill you. I thought you knew, knew this place. <laughs> But we couldn't think anymore. I think that's also... Every bus that came by was full and could not take us. And we were just like, how long are we going to stand here in this heat? (laughs) But also today I want to go to the Bond City Center. Oh, yes! (laughs) We were somewhere drinking some coffee and having breakfast. And then we I was like, no, uh, Mike is at the city center. And you, I, I meant Bonn and you thought it was... But Gutesburg city center. Yeah. So I dropped you off in but Gutesburg. Very determined that, no, it has to be this place. <laughs> so I think that that's also... A lot of things go wrong, but it also makes it nice somehow. But this is interesting because for a lot of other people, it would be like, I cannot do this because, you know... It will almost be like unforgivable, like this is too much effort, too much work. Yeah. And yet we both somehow are able to like forgive and overcome. Yeah, I think we, I think we did, I think because we tried things and yes. some things worked and some things didn't work out. So remember a nightclub in New York where we went to? Oh yeah, let's talk about that one. That that was probably an experience I like pushed down my memory. Yeah. Because it was so traumatic. <laughs> I think girls night out, we were in New York, we're like, we need to go to the city, we need to go party and dance and but we didn't know where to go, so you found some rooftop bar to go to. Yeah. We went there and we forgot our passport or our car to identify so we had to get back yes then we went back and then we had to wait to thank you and they were like no yeah when you get here you have to uh, get a table and buy a bottle of champagne for 250 dollar was at the time or like that's crazy let's go somewhere else but we didn't know where to go so we're like uh, stopping this yellow cab driver. The yellow cabs, yeah. Like, we saw too many Sex in the City episodes. They <laughs> were like, where do we go? And what's a nice place to go and dance? And this guy was, like, totally gay. And he was like, well, I don't know where the straight people go. And maybe this place. I know Pasha. It's very nice. Let's go there. So we went in and I think we paid 40 bucks to get in. And I was horrible because we thought we could dance. But all the guys were just... 
They were like just like it was horrible. It was yeah. I mean, I think this is what I found super interesting coming from South Africa that you were equally horrified because for me I thought, "Oh, she's European. She's probably very open-minded." And these guys were just like rubbing themselves up against us to the point that we were like, "Let's just sit down so that we're safe." <laughs> and then it was time to go to the bathroom. And and we we didn't even have a drink there because we were so scared of of getting roofied, and we, we yeah go, I think we drink drink water or something. yeah we drank water and like we like blocked everybody's hands like from coming anywhere near yeah. our 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 drinks, and when I went to the bathroom I realized that everybody was on drugs, and I was like okay this this is weird we need to get out of here, and then before we could leave, what do you remember? Well, we met this Mexican guy. That's what I remember. And he tried to... He tried to defend us, right? And because yeah. some other guys were trying to like... Came up to him and said, Oh, you can't have two girls. That's not fair. As if we're not there. Yeah. <laughs> I think this time right now, uh, that would be crazy. But, but back then it was like normal. Uh, yeah, but exactly. I, but I'm not sure. Because we also thought we paid a lot to get in here. So we, maybe we have to make it work. That's also... I think that's also a big change now. Now we would be like... I don't care about the money. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> this is a horrible place. Let's go. Yeah. But then we just... Oh, we have to make it work. And maybe yeah, try. Yeah, and maybe... Yeah, yeah. But it was horrible. But I think that's also... Because um, of these stories, that's also what connected us. Because a lot of things went wrong and then yeah. we went back home. So you're trying to say that we connected through trauma? <laughs> <laughs> not, not through trauma, but I think just, you know, lucky accidents. <laughs> that's like... Things, stories yeah. we can tell our kids. Or you, yeah... Tell tell people one day. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's also the same when I went to Germany. It's like, no, you can come to Germany or to Germany to German, and we but we have a formal event with my parents, and you need to get a formal dress, and then we have to go to this party. So I went in the airplane in oh, South yes. Africa. Yes. Oh my goodness. But I was there doing volunteer work, so I didn't bring any formal dress with me. So I tried the best I could with my dress that I. Head on, but I had it literally on. picked you up from the airport and took you straight to this like VIP party. Oh my word! With yes. the dress on, <laughs> but you know, and I think, uh, and I was sitting there. And I, I remember that the mayor was also because uh, yeah. he was like, oh, maybe you should come over because <laughs> I was of course there. You're such an odd person, so I talked to the mayor of Durban. I think I will never forget this party. I think that those things. I will never forget, you know, it's not because it's so, it's so strange yeah. from your, it's so foreign to your normal everyday life, right? Yeah. And I thought, uh, okay, babe, just be open to it and uh, see what's going to happen. I think also with New York, we didn't know because JFK is so big and yeah. we didn't know which terminal we had to meet, but we found each other. It was my first time there. So I definitely didn't have any idea what to expect. So those things are funny, you know, it's just some things worked out totally fine. Other things were crappy mistakes, but also were fine and we laughed about it. You know, that's also... It's yeah. it's funny. I mean, one of the things that you mentioned just now is like the things that you did when we were younger that we wouldn't do now, like the, like the club, for instance. Yeah. What other crazy stuff we did back then that we would probably never do now? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know... I think we still do 
too many <laughs> these days. That still didn't change, but I think uh, we put, wouldn't put up with situations that don't feel good. I think when you're younger, you mm -hmm. try to make it work, where now you say, this doesn't work, this is not me. What advice would you give to females and not good female friendships? Like, how do you... How do you advise someone to to choose a good friend? I think to choose a good friend, look for somebody uh, that you have, can have great conversations with and also that you admire a little bit because there's always, you know, I think with girls, we, you know, jealousy and yes, yes. not... Well, Oprah says this yeah. thing, you can't be friends with someone who wants your life. And I found that yeah. so interesting. And I was like, because she and Gail have this like very similar yeah. kind of like jobs, but yeah. they're still so different and they're so strong in who they are. And I think for me, what I, I like is like, I, I really admire and respect strong female women, but women that I can like say, hey, well done. Like you, you and as you said, like someone that you admire. Yeah, but also... If because when you start your podcast, I listen to everything, you know, it's always that you feel okay, but I like to support you because it's also interesting for me to see where you go because you're also taking paths that I don't know, you know, yeah, so it's also yeah. interesting to see how do, does she do it, where does she get, you know, that's also, <laughs> and it's like for me also, hmm, I can learn from this or what she's doing is interesting also for me and that's uh, you know, that you can see the other person, admire them, you know, wish them the best and support them. I think that's underrated in female friendship is yeah. like really, you know, stepping in for each other, be supportive of each other and know that everybody is doing their own thing and you can learn something from that and still do your own thing. And sometimes uh, one person is like, everything is going well. And then for the other person, everything is going well, you know, that's not everybody's on the same timeline yeah that's true I love what you just said there um, so to wrap it up life goals uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean for me I think one of the key things was that the kind of made our friendship work was not having these expectations yet at the same time I think just getting so much value for friendship in return like like for me I, I i love that we do these spontaneous crazy things and in my head it's like if i want to do something crazy i know i'm gonna ask you because you're gonna a little bit of convincing but most likely you say yes <laughs> takes, takes two days like <laughs> takes two days but yeah like i like living a life of adventure and and that's it's great to have someone who shares the same sentiments I think, um, yeah, I think for me, it's surrounding myself with people who can share my story and, you know, live and learn together. And I think what has been really important is how we, how we define success, because I think both of us kind of define success in the same way. It's not really material wealth, but rather, I think, emotional and mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling safe, feeling... Uh, you know, grounded, easygoing. I think that's important for us. Easygoing so we can go for the next adventure. <laughs> the next adventure. <laughs> and one day we're going to write a book together. Who knows? Who knows? It's on my list. <laughs> 
So, Lida Vai, thank you so much for joining me. So good to be here. In Bonn. In Bonn. Not like WhatsApping or FaceTiming. <laughs> Just live. Just live.